recording. We're back for another episode of the podcast. We're doing this again via Skype. Unfortunately, we cannot be in the same room due to COVID-19. Quinny, you're sitting across from me. Well, you're sitting across from me in another room, in another place. You're not in Wollongong. Well, are you? I don't know. No, definitely not. I'm actually in Young. It's official. The move's official now, guys. It took me a while, but I'm finally down here. I'm starting to finally believe it. My co-host, Simon Quinn, how are you going? I'm, I'm good, Sizzle. How are you going? Look, I'm getting by. Getting by, yeah. obviously adjusting to this whole new uh, life that we're living due to the coronavirus. Working from home now, which has been a bit of an adjustment. Oh, yeah. How did you find that today? Uh, look, it was good. Um, bit of an adjustment to get used to, you know, sort of setting up my office at home, I guess. Um, yes, yeah, so I had to actually take one of the monitors from work home. Um, just so I could have the dual screen because I'm so used to using two screens at work. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So, so coming back home and trying to use uh, just my laptop was a little more difficult. Um, I guess I was spoiled having the two screens at work. So I brought that, that second uh, monitor into the picture now, into the home office. So that's made life a little easier, uh, which is good. But no, like um, I've adjusted to it. Um, you know, you, you're a bit the same as me. Like we're, we're homebodies at the end of the day. So like, you know, I don't mind um, being at home all that much um, as long as, you know, we're still communicating like we're doing. You know, we've got a group chat um you know with murph and uh chris just quietly know. i think that group chat's just it's going off man it's a good group chat it's a lot, very good group chat i was going to say good. that like yeah i'm loving it you know random quotes from different things we're watching what we're eating at the time it's really really cool it's a good i think it's, it's good for me too i get to speak to you guys like every day obviously i'm not there in person but Z Warriors, man, what a group chat. It's a great group chat. And, you know, speaking about that, I mean, like, social media, like, for, you know, a long time has been looked at in this negative way. Like, it's so detrimental to, um, you know, people's mental health and whatnot. But now we're seeing the reverse of that, aren't we? Because of this social distancing, like, people are um, using using it for the positive and it's actually having a positive effect on people's uh, mental health because of that. Like, you know, like you said, our WhatsApp group and, and you know, being able to do this, like, um, you know, face-to-face conversation, whether it's over Skype or whether it's over, um, you know, Instagram or uh, whatever it may be, um, it's enabling uh, us to be able to do things like this. So it's, it's pretty cool um, that, you know, social media is now being used for good, I guess, um, rather than being this uh, negative um, platform for, for especially for younger people so um, it's been pretty good have you got any other like group chats going on um, have you been staying in touch with lots of people yeah so for me I've got like I've got like the standard family group chat so every day I'm posting random stuff in there or mum's post shout out to mum she's posting stuff about the house how it's nearly finished now and stuff like that all the renovations so I'm keen to check that out so I've got that group chat I also have another group chat with uh, some people from work, which is kind of cool. So we get you know a bit of banter on, on that one as well. So we can kind of stay connected outside the uh, the office space. And then I've just got the standard groom dogs one still with Chris Murph and shout out to Josh Stringer as well. So I've been posting stuff on there too. But, you know, at the moment my go to is definitely uh, the Z Warriors, man. It's a it's a good uh, group chat. It's a great group chat. I say that's one of my best too. I've got a few out there as well. Like you said, I've got one with work. Um, 
I've got a few others. I've got a family one as well. Um, but yeah, the the Z Warriors uh, group chat with strong, the two of us, Murph and Chris, is um, it's a game changer, isn't it? It is definitely a game changer. <laughs> so um, you know, we're on a podcast right now, so we we normally have a topic, but. You and I, we we you know we meant we were going to do a bit of a Ben Stiller deep dive. We're going to do John Wick. We talked about doing Harry Potter, Seinfeld, Seinfeld yeah. and we actually decided to push them back until next week. Um, not sure what we'll do next week, but we will have a pod obviously next week. But we're just going to do like a bit of a, a bit more of an informal um, back and forth. Um, I guess you could call it a, a mailbag ish um podcast um, yeah, we haven't done mailbag in a while so you know let's just you know fire um just some random thoughts back and forth you know i, I wanted to wanted to open up the the um uh, random um you know conversation i guess with morning routines now like obviously this has changed because of um you know we don't have a workplace to go to necessarily uh that might be our office at, at our um our houses or apartments uh do you have a a, a current uh, morning routine or is there something you're doing like sort of every day uh to get yourself ready for the day yeah I'm so because yeah. i've never actually asked you about this yeah and you know i'm a teacher so you know i'm i always have a routine or i have to be organized so pretty much my routine is pretty straightforward you know i wake up in the morning put the kettle on have a cup of tea. I might have some toast. I might have some muesli, depending on what I'm feeling. What, what spreads I, are we talking? Uh, of course, peanut butter smooth, man. Peanut butter, Vegemite, that's all I need. Or if I have muesli, I just chuck some strawberries in there, cut them up, put them in there with a bit of milk. Delicious. And then every day, pretty much Tuesday to Friday, or and Saturday, I'm watching First Take. So I'm opening up KO, you know, getting on my boy Stephen A. Smith, Max Kellerman, Molly Curran Rose, making sure I'm still getting my, you know, sports fix. So that's what I do pretty much every morning. And then before I actually go to work, I go pretty much, I used to go to the same cafe every single morning to get a coffee. But now, obviously, because a lot of places have closed down. Are they closed? Not the one that I used to always go to is. So now I've been going to a different one, which is open. They just do takeaways, which is really super lovely. And, you know, I got a free coffee yesterday. I had enough stamps. So that was good. Nice. But that's pretty much me, man. And then, you know, I'll, depending on how I'm feeling, yeah, I'll have a shower to get me going. And then, yeah, a bit of first take and it sets me on my way, man. How about you? So, yeah, solid morning routine. Uh, mine, I I wake up usually pretty early. Like I, I like to get up, you know, six uh, between 6 and 6.30 um, and usually get up, have a little bit of like a, a real light stretch. And then I live right near the ocean, so I go for a swim pretty much every morning um that's been a little more difficult now with the whole you know we're not really supposed to um be leaving the house so i'm still currently doing it but i'm just sort of like not um hanging around i just go jump in the ocean come straight home um so that's something that i do like every morning um just sort of like sets me up for the day um and it's like a like it feels like if i don't achieve anything for the rest of the day at least i've jumped in the ocean so i can sort That's of right. that off so Freshened um, up. i do that then i um i come home i brew a fresh um fresh cup of coffee 
Um, I'm into my filter coffee. I've got a nice little setup at home. So I brew a V60, um, Ooh. have that. And lately I've been getting into, um, normally I would just have it and, you know, um, would, you know, do whatever. Sometime I'd be, you know, checking the news or on social media, but lately I've been getting into the routine of when I'm having that morning coffee, even if it's only for, you know, five or 10 minutes, I'm just trying to read. So nice. I'm currently reading the first Game of Thrones book because I've never read them before. Obviously, I'm a massive fan of the show yeah. um, and I've almost finished it. So like I might only get like, you know, a chapter out or sometimes I don't even get a whole chapter. I might even, only, you know, get three quarters of the way through one chapter, but just doing that every morning and like, so then that's like something, uh, you know, takes my mind off what the day um, has in store for me. And then when I finish that cup of coffee, close the book and then, yeah, get ready for work and go to work. And now it's obviously different because I'm, I'm working from home. So it's, you know, I st- I'm still doing that. Like today, I still did that routine. And then I like, when I finished that cup of coffee, I just, you know, got ready to come to my um, my spare room, which is now my office. So uh, yeah, that's my morning morning routine pretty much, I guess. So, um, you know, sometimes I'll, spare room. I'll, I'll go out for coffee instead of brewing it, um, uh, you know, the goodies or... Um, wherever else but that's been a bit more difficult now because obviously the, the new laws like you can't have a coffee and it's more of a takeaway so i'm enjoying brewing coffee up at home as of late oh so cafe sizzle at the moment yeah pretty much so you know um, i would say um come over come over to the cafe but yeah. technically you're not allowed so uh yeah true times have changed speaking of that is how is young with you know you're living a young and living with wollongong but COVID-19 has much changed since we spoke last week or is it all pretty much the same? Has more establishments closed down? Have people, uh, less people on the streets? Um, What's the update there? Yeah, so pretty much it's today actually there was two cases of um, coronavirus in like the hilltop region. So not in Young but like in the kind of shires outside of Young. So that's obviously not ideal. And pretty much today I went into work so I went into work twice this week, but I won't be doing that anymore. So it's pretty much now all remote teaching. So I won't be going to work at all anymore. So I'll just be doing it at home. And then pretty much all of next next week, we've got like heaps of professional development based on remote teaching and like a new kind of resource that we're going to have to introduce. And other than that, yeah, a few places are like still closed, but it's obviously not as busy as it used to be. But there's still a lot of people around. And then Woolworths is still a killer. Like if you go to Woolworths, no matter what time you go, it's just chockers. It's just always busy, like nonstop busy at Woolworths. Um, but other than that, yeah, so it's a bit different because a lot of teachers aren't actually at work anymore. They're all at home, so you can like choose to do that. So I just went in this week and pretty much as of tomorrow, I will be teaching at home. So I'll still do doing my routine. So when are school holidays? Uh, not next week, the week after. But okay. all of next week, it's just pretty much they're going to do pupil-free days, so no more um, lessons. So I won't have to plan any more lessons for next week. So it's just pretty much what I've done this week, and that's it for them to do. And then they just do revision in the holidays until we start back term two. So, yeah, man, it's a bit different, but, you know, life moves on. I've got to keep myself busy. Have you been I've managing been going... to get toilet paper? <laughs> yeah, so I still have I still have some toilet paper, which is good. But every time I go into Woolworths, it's still not there. It's still none. So I'm going to have to check out probably Aldi maybe, see how that's going or maybe even the IGA. But at the moment, I have enough at the moment to survive. But yeah, it's really busy there. How about Wollongong? What's it like up there? You know, it's obviously a lot bigger bigger town. You know, what are people, how are they reacting? 
Yeah, look, I mean, um, the biggest thing has been like um, cafes and restaurants slowly um, closing. Like a few were doing um, takeaways, but I've, I've noticed a few more have completely closed down. Um, but I, to be honest, like it doesn't really seem like, you know, like I said, I, I'd be going down the beach every morning for a swim. There's still lots of people out and about, which I find a little odd. Um, even like, you know, when I've gone for a drive to, um, today I had to go, I had a, a punctured tire. I had to go actually replace one of my tires, which oh, is stitch up. I know it was a stitch up. So yeah, no good. Yeah. And just when I was out, um, coming back from getting the, the, the new tire, I noticed there was still lots of cars on the road. This was like, uh, you know, like in the morning and there was still like lots of people walking down the beach and that didn't really seem to hasn't really seemed to change but um i've definitely noticed yeah obviously the hospitality industry um has changed a lot but it is pretty cool because a lot of places here are like those restaurants and um bars and stuff like that are almost operating as like bottle shops now and just like moving a lot of their stock which is really cool um that's like, good you know baby face um Black Cockatoo, for example, like I bought uh, uh, um, some beers um, from there last week and, um, you know, Babyface, I bought um, some wine and um, even bought some um, produce from there as well. Oh, so you're stocking up. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I'm trying to support the local, you know, Well, that's what I mean. That's why, yeah, there's places and what Young's still open so you can do that so you can support them. So, that's yeah, why I'm still... because, you know, they need it... Um, more now than ever obviously like the government are putting in all sorts of um pay packages mm, and, and yeah. things like that so um yeah i guess that, that that's um some good news but uh yeah i mean you know you're in young and you know you come back to wollongong quite a bit but i guess are you you know i sort of asked you this the other day but are you now like gonna just stay in young f- indefinitely like i guess you can't really come back right well yeah so i i'm pretty much gonna stay here indefinitely but you know i could still drive back for like the weekend but you know it's just be kind of silly though because obviously not no places will be open so it'll just mainly just be catching up with a few people but i'll just only catch up with one person at a time yeah i know so it's kind of a bit pointless um but i'll probably yeah i don't think i'll be coming up to william anytime soon not for the time being anyway which is a bit of a shame but you know i did a lot of bullying trips so you did it's always nice to have a bit of a break but I'll be probably stationed more in Young for the next few months, I'd say. So while you're stationed at Young, you know, in your downtime when you're not working, last week on the podcast, we gave some recommendations for some TV shows, some movies, um, podcasts and books. Uh, What have you been consuming? I know sex education is something that you've smashed through. Um, Anything else you've been watching? Yeah, so I was yeah I was I was gonna ask you that question like what are you watching at the moment currently watching but yeah so pretty much I finished Sex Education, which is, is hilarious love that love that show, I thought the last episode of season two was hilarious like the Shakespeare play <laughs> yep the most ridiculous Shakespeare play I've ever seen the Romeo and Juliet one but you know that was hilarious so I was I smashed through that and now I'm back to watching Altered Carbon at the moment so I've just been doing Altered Carbon and then I've also just been playing some NBA 2K man. Nice. My How about player? yourself? What have you been watching? Yeah, my play, man. I'm in the I'm in the finals again. So you know, just getting those ships, man. Nice. How about yourself? What have you been watching? Um, so I've been, and I mentioned this on the pod last week. I've been watching a lot of Curb Your Enthusiasm. 
um, sort of just pumping through that. Um, I'm up to like halfway through season four at the moment. So um, yeah, smashing that out. Um, I also just started watching that Tiger King documentary. Yeah, what's that like? I was going to ask you about well, that because I'm uh, not sure about it. Yeah, I, I mean, it's... It's kind of like captivating. Like, uh, it's when, like, I didn't, re- I actually had no idea what it was about. Like, I just, I knew, like, it was popular. I actually thought, it, I didn't think it was a documentary. I thought it was actually like a show. Um, so I, I put it on and I wasn't really sure what to expect. And at first, I was a bit like, oh, documentary. I don't really want to watch this, but it's some really good storytelling. So I've actually enjoyed it. Um, like, it's pretty interesting. Uh, and like, some of the, um, yeah, it's very polarizing. You know, they're very easy to hate some of the the people in it, but um, it's an interesting watch. So I'm only a few episodes in, um, and I may as well finish it now. So yeah, I mean, that's one thing. Um, I've been watching. Um, also, I have been watching Ugly Delicious, um, which is, you know, I love, I'm a bit of a foodie. I love my food. So the latest season, David Chang's um, food uh, Netflix series, Ugly Delicious, which is pretty cool. Like he does like each episode sort of like a different, um, I guess, topic or a different cuisine. So the I only watched the first two episodes of the new season. The second episode was on Indian food, which is um, pretty cool. Um, and the first episode was being a parent um as a chef you got a uh, ghost in your house so, man yeah, no, what's going on with that door just i mean just uh open oh is that the uh meditation queen in the background there it is it is the meditation queen in the background um yeah shout, so, out to Maddie. shout out to me that's actually what i've been doing as well i've been doing a lot of uh 8 30 instagram live i've been doing meditations too don't you worry i know your name has popped up um Speaking of, it's twenty past eight now, so we might we might have to miss miss tonight. Um, yeah, I, we might have to miss that one. Sorry, um, unless we can wrap this up in eleven minutes. Um, yeah. So, what else have I been watching? Um, I haven't watched Altered Carbon yet. That's a show that I've been meaning to jump in on. Um, but I've been doing a rewatch, like um, you know, we we recently did a Netflix, uh, sorry, a um, Marvel uh, pod. So I've smashed through all the Marvel. Um, oh no, nice. yeah, I'm movies. Nice. Where are you up to actually at the moment? Uh, so yeah, so I was just gonna say I forgot to mention I was all, I also watched the Aaron Hernandez yeah, documentary so I, on Netflix. So I. That was interesting. Uh, but in regards to Marvel, I'm up to Doctor Strange. Okay, I haven't nice. watched it yet. But I'll be probably watching that, I'd say, tomorrow night. That might be my tomorrow night relaxation time after the meditation. Very nice. So on um, that Aaron Hernandez documentary, what did you think? Did that change your opinion uh, much the same? What do you think about that whole story? Yeah, so I, th- yeah, I think for me, I, I feel like my opinion didn't really change that much about him. Obviously, you know, he was, you know, did murder someone, so he got done for manslaughter, so obviously that's not a good thing. And, you know, he was a famous athlete as well, but I didn't... I guess there was some parts in it where I kind of felt a bit sorry for him, just like just a bit about, like, the way he was raised and a bit of his backstory. Mm-hmm. I didn't obviously know that much about him. I only really knew about his, like, the sports side of him. And then, like, it was a bit interesting to hear about the whole CTE issue as well with his brain and how that might have... Yeah, they sort of sneak that in at the end, don't they? Yeah, but I feel... I still, obviously, I don't 
that doesn't justify what he did at all by no means. But I think for me, I still, obviously, I'm not a fan of him. It was just kind of interesting, I guess. So, yeah, I didn't, my opinion of him hasn't really changed. I just, there was just a few moments where I was like, oh, I feel a little bit sorry for him. But then on the other hand, all the stuff that he actually did and got away with anyway before he actually committed, you know, the murder. So, you know, I feel like it's that kind of like that, you know, athletes sometimes get away with it sort of thing. What did you think? Yeah, I felt for him as well, like very um, tough upbringing by the sounds of things. Like his dad seemed like pretty tough um, person in his life um, that probably um, molded him for the bad, for not necessarily um, the best. Uh, and obviously that CTE um, you know, information that came out towards the end definitely had um, played a big, big part. But yeah, you know, like it's, what he did was, you know, awful. You know, you feel for the families um involved. that's right yeah. i think you know, that's who i felt for most you know the mother um of um you know um, what was his name um um uh, his name yeah so i i i felt for her um you know she, like that that case she seemed like she was rocked the most I guess, um, out of anyone. But no, Odin Lloyd, that's right. Odin Lloyd, yeah. So Odin Lloyd's mother I felt for the most. Um, yeah. She got a bit of a victory at the end there. But, um, yeah, how she got them to change the law. So yeah. Still, yeah. So he didn't get a clear, a clean slate sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I guess one thing that I like took from it was um, I didn't realize how talented of a player he was. Yeah, that's amazing. I didn't realize. Like, I knew he was good, but mm. I didn't realize he was actually quite good especially in high school and college like i didn't realize he was so dominant and he's huge like he in they like showed you know clips of him when he was in high school and college and just such an athlete yeah big athlete yeah so i mean who knows how good he would have been if he had of um you know stayed in the nfl and if he didn't do the terrible crimes that he did um you know that partnership uh gronk and gronkowski and brady yeah pretty lethal so yeah who knows a big i guess what if um that's right that's that's what that was another thing i was a bit that's what i thought i felt so i'm like man like imagine if he wasn't an idiot and didn't make those terrible decisions he could have had a great career in the nfl yeah and it was he was literally in the nfl for four seasons yeah ridiculous he was still like he was like 24 or something when it happened like, did, did he make the pro bowl in uh, i think he got voted in one season one season yeah because there was a, a few seasons looked, where they both absolutely dominated. It looked like in there was a lot of clips, and it looked like he was wearing like the Pro Bowl um, yeah. gear on there. So yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows what could have been there? Because would have had a pretty pretty strong career had he stayed in the league. Um, That's but, right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, what what are you reading, Quinny? Like, I are you reading anything? I guess is the first question. If so, what I mentioned, I'm. Um, smashing through some some game of thrones i'm up to the first one i'm reading the first one almost finished it are you reading anything about yeah so like yeah so like i mentioned last week i was reading the second book of the witcher series that's right yeah so i ended up finishing that last night which was good so i've been reading like pretty much it's been really good i've been getting to the routine of like having to read read my book before i go to sleep and it kind of helps relax me and stuff like that so i ended up finishing the blood of elves last night 
the second one of the, like the the saga. So now I'm going to be looking at the time of contempt, which is the next one. And I ended up buying the the third one as well, Baptism of Fire. I ended up buying that one as well. So that that'll be on my to do list. But nice. I got to get through book depository. Is that an online purchase? No, I just went into Big W, man, Young. Oh, nice. Shout out to Big W. Yeah, they, just, they had them all there. See, because uh, I, I actually yeah. went to Kmart to have a look for the Witcher books. Weren't there? Yeah, Big W. They were, so, they literally had them on their own shelf. Oh, advertising nice. Them. So, I ended, up, I ended up just getting... Well, it's actually, yeah, the third one of the series here. So, the Baptism in Fire. So, got to give that one a crack once I get through the second one. Nice. Um, yeah, man. How about you? Yeah, so as I mentioned, um, Game of Thrones, um, almost finished the first one, which is like pretty cool because that first book is pretty much identical to the first season. So it, it's cool because obviously I've seen the show and I've, I've seen this, like um, the show multiple times. Uh, I've done a rewatch. Um, I haven't rewatched the last season though because that one was tough to watch. That hurt me. Yep, um, I'm still still hurt from that. Uh, but yeah, so it's been pretty cool to compare the two, um, you know, and you can do that with so many things, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings uh, and whatnot. Um, so yeah, just smashing through that at the moment. And then, um, yeah, who knows what? I'm always up for suggestions. So, um, you know, anyone wants to send in some, some book suggestions. Matthew Riley books, man. I told you, Ice Station. Yes, that, that is on the list. So maybe we should uh, we should start like a little book club or something for the podcast that could be cute yeah why don't we do a book club that's that good it's maybe, to the content maybe we could even get we could even get that in the group chat a bit of a book book uh book club yeah like yeah that could work yeah nice. why not so uh, any other lockdown uh hobbies or you know you, obviously you live alone so you know you can't be playing board games unless it's with yourself but is there anything else you've been doing yeah, so pretty much I've been doing like um, my own like you know core workouts and stuff like that. Just nice. on like my on my just keeping fit. I like my it. Yoga, trying to stay fit as much as possible. Just like doing like you know some core stuff in front of the TV. While I'm sitting there, a few stretches. Uh, I've been yeah, like I said before, I've been playing heaps of 2K. I also was playing Dragon Ball Z for a bit, so I got through that. And then other than that, man, just yeah, just watching Netflix. Um, bit of Disney Plus in my life, you know. Just it's a bit hard. You can't really do that much more, really. Yeah. And then, like I said, I've been every Tuesday and Thursday. I've been doing like my running program for footy to try and stay fit. But again, it's really hard to run, you know, consistently for forty odd minutes with nobody around. Yeah, who's like kind of pushing you, sort of thing. Like people in front of you or someone behind you, sort of thing. But you know, other than that, man, that's about it. And then just you know, whipping up some food. I got the pod. Got the new. You know the coffee pod machines. I've been cracking that, cracking that a bit. Nice, a few flat whites, delicious. But that's about it, man. How about you? Yeah, um, been playing a little bit of chess actually with my girlfriend oh, Maddie. Um, that's cute. Actually, you guys taught, are so cute. Actually, like, <laughs> I actually taught her how to play chess, which was oh, nice. which was fun. Get your shoes, um, mate. Sorry, you shoes. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, been, some cards. Uh, actually, been busting out the cards, um, but yeah, looking for for more board games. So, any suggestions? Well, please. I mean, obviously, it's just the two of us, so like you, you kind of need games that you can. Like chess is obviously the perfect one because yeah, yeah so it's one on one. 
yeah but yeah um that's about it and obviously meditation um maddie's yeah oh yeah yeah that's what i mean yeah doing um live meditations on her instagram um which is cool madeline rose yoga um so you know had we not be doing this pod at 8 30 i'd be would have been doing that right now so uh tomorrow night though i'll be on i hope to see you on too yeah i might make an appearance though you know just before i watch uh you know the new the next Marvel movie for myself. Well, that'll get so you nice, we and, nice and calm. Doctor and Strange, for yeah, it. get me through it. Put the pedal on. That's it. That's right. Um, I'm, I'm going to ask you a question oh, now. Yeah, yeah, if that's yeah. right. Yeah, go for it. Jump in. You know, I know it's been a while. I know, you know, we don't really talk about sport anymore. But I couldn't help myself. I wanted to ask you this question. Yep. So, what are you looking forward to coming back first, or hoping it, you know? comes back NBA or NFL what are you most pumped up for uh, to see you come back that's really hard because I'm yeah I like I feel like I'm more invested NFL now because of fantasy like I love fantasy football um the last few seasons I've got back into it I've had so much fun with it um you know, I've mentioned this on the podcast many times and I'll mention it again. I, I, I am a champion. I won two seasons ago. You won once. I won once. It's all right. I don't brag about it. <laughs> um, but I think I'm still going to have to go with um, the NBA purely. And this is only if they, if we're talking about this season because I want them to come back and pretty much just go straight into the playoffs. And I feel like it's yeah, going to get to that. So I don't know how they do that with seeding because obviously there's teams that, you know, that ninth and 10th seed in the West. Um, pushing for it, yeah. Pushing for it, which it'd be pretty um, unfair if they missed out due to this. But, you know, that might be the way they do it. Um, but, yeah, I'm I'm pretty keen for the NBA to come back so we can have the playoffs. Um, but, yeah, like obviously NFL, like you got fantasy football there and like – I was just listening to today um, a fantasy football uh, podcast with Matthew Berry and they were sort of oh, talking nice. about all the free agency signings and, you know, yeah. uh, Todd Gurley going to Atlanta and uh, Melvin mm. Gordon going to the Broncos. So that got me really fired up. So, um, but yeah, I think I think NBA, I'm going to have to go with NBA on this one. What about yourself? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, like I love NFL too. But I'm probably, yeah, I think I am probably more invested in the NFL, as you know, because obviously I love the Saints and I don't, the Knicks suck. So, you know, I can't really, <laughs> That's true. Not, not, I've got nothing really looking forward to with them at the moment. But I'm, yeah, I'm super keen, man, to see it because, you know, it was a shame. Like, you know, all the teams were starting to, you know, play really well. They're all kind of getting to a rhythm. I really want to see, you know, if LeBron can win a championship with the Lakers as well. That'll be kind of cool to see after, you know, the whole, you know, the big, you know, Kobe deaf as well, which shook the world. So we'll see how he goes. And he was kind of, I feel like he was pushing for like that MVP conversation, but now it's like, oh, it's probably going to be Giannis. But, you know, but I think I really want the NBA to come back. Also, the AFL, I miss the AFL, but because the question was about NBA and NFL, I'm going to say NBA. So what should the NBA do if they do return, you know, say they return june or you know say they can return how should they do it like how do they approach this do you think they just go on the current standings do they have to have some sort of playoff how do they approach 
going into the postseason and finishing this this uh, campaign off? Yeah, well, I was going to say, like, um, roughly how many games do you think were left in the season? Just give me a number. Uh, I mean, I reckon there was probably 15 or so. I could be, I could be wrong. Um, how many yeah, because... Let's have a look. Yeah, I think there might be a bit more than that. I've got a theory that I'm going to throw at you. Okay, see if it well, works. let's just fact check this. Yeah. So... You know, we love a good fact check. NBA standings. So, I mean, just going off the standings, the Bucks uh, are 53 and 12. So, do the math there. 65, so there's yeah. about 17 games 17, left, yeah. roughly. Okay. So pretty close. Um, yeah, you were close actually. So I'm, I reckon what they could maybe possibly do is they could – one option could be they could just play the rest of those games and even just, just extend the playoffs because when the playoffs start, there's still heaps of months left before the NFL starts anyway. So it's not really going but, to interrupt but, it that much. But then do they, but that's, they have a, a lot yeah. shorter off-season? Yeah. I guess that's or, the – or this is what I'm really going with. Yeah. Why don't we say, all right, they have to play, there's roughly about 17 games left. All right, you guys have to play nine more games, so they have to be super competitive. And after those nine games, the standings are the standings, and then you go straight into the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a better way to do Keep it. it simple. Just because I think with so the 17 games, left. you're either cramming too many in yeah. or their off-season's not going to be long enough. Uh, I guess you don't have the Olympics now, so... You don't have to worry about that because that was obviously another worry pushing this out too far, and you know because there's players that are going to want to get ready for the Olympics. That's not going to be an issue now. So, but yeah, I think nine games is probably a more realistic target. Um, yeah, and also, I, those teams will push for it if they're like just out of the eight, and there's nine games to go. They'll actually have to try heaps hard. Yeah, they can't just like you know, you know what I mean. And then also, the teams above the conference have to keep winning so they get like you know the home court advantage and the number one seed so i think that would be good yeah uh, i mean i think the biggest sort of question because the east is almost set like the top eight uh you know magic nets 76ers pacers heat celtics raptors bucks and between eight and nine so the wizards are in the ninth seed they're six games behind the magic. So you can kind of say, all right, the East is probably pretty set, but the West, like that Wide eighth, open. eighth, ninth, 10th, 11th seed, even the 12th seed, like pushing it all the way back to the, you know, you got the Grizzlies at 32 and 33, and then all the way down to the Spurs for the 12th seed. They're 27 and 36. So they're not that many games. I yeah. mean, they're probably pushing to get in, but. You know, you've got a couple teams there. The Blazers only three games behind um, the Grizzlies. So with, you know, like we sort of said, with 17-odd games, 15, 17 games to go, that's you could, they could easily have made that up. So I, I think what you what you have to do is you've... I think the teams that have already clinched the playoff position, like the Lakers, the Bucks, um, the Raptors and the Celtics, I think they're like, you know, you, you, you keep them in it. But then I, I think you'd, you you could even have like a little playoff between like those um, uh, remaining teams. Maybe the teams that, I mean, like you sort of said, so maybe halve, so you go eight games or something like that. So I guess pro- you could project um, 
you know what the these teams would be at in you know eight games and then you have some sort of seeding so you know the the uh i guess say the the 12th team the spurs they play the um the top seeded team um who haven't already clinched so that'd be the clippers for example um and then clippers would have to get some sort of second chance so i don't know how that would work like obviously that yeah. could get pretty confusing but um, I think some sort of playoff would be would be cool. But because uh, I, I I think it would be tough just to go into the playoffs as stands for you know the Blazers, the Pelicans, um, the Kings. But yeah, it's going to be messy for sure. Yeah. Uh, what was your question for me? You know, we got yeah. the sports one out. It had to be done. It's been a while. I had to do it. That's true. I, yeah, I love talking sports. So um, yeah, thanks for that question. Um, so my something I want to ask you is I, I was listening to um Camelo Anthony talked to Jimmy Butler on his uh he's got his YouTube channel and he was just doing one of these Instagram live conversations that um a lot of people are doing now since we've got this you know self distancing uh, a lot of people are jumping on social media having conversations and whatnot so Camelo Anthony does this um interview um sort of series I guess it's called What's in Your Glass um or I, I believe it's called What's in Your Glass I'll have to fact check that but. Uh, he had Jimmy Butler on and it's called What's in Your Glass because um, and like a lot of NBA players now, Camille Anthony's really into his wine. Um, so he had Jimmy Butler on and who, Jimmy Butler's also really into his wine. Um, so they had this you know, back and forth conversation for about 50 minutes, kind of like a podcast really. Uh, they talked about a, a whole bunch of different things. Um, as I mentioned, you know, wine was one of the um, topics they talked about because... They both really love their wine. But Camillo asked um, Jimmy a pretty, like, I thought it was a pretty cool question. Um, and he had some um, interesting uh, answers to it. And I'm going to ask you the same sort of thing, but I'm going to add a few on there. Um, so he asked him, he said, if you could have a glass of wine with uh, anyone in the world. So um, he said someone he, you haven't already um, come in contact with. Who would it be? But he broke it down. So he said, so uh, first one, and for you, it might not be wine. It might be beer, you know, whatever, or a coffee, whatever you want. But if you could have a, let's say a beer, uh, are you going with beer or do you want wine? What do, what do you prefer? What do you think? Sizzle? Probably beer. <laughs> okay, beer. I'll stick with wine for mine. But if you could have a glass of beer or a you know, schooner of beer with any athlete, who would it be? We'll start with athlete. athlete, then I'm gonna then I'm gonna ask you a few more. Hmm. Oh, that's easy. Drew Brees. Nice. My boy. I'd have to I'd love obviously, you know, I'm a diehard Saints fan and you know he's pretty much the king of New Orleans. I'd love to literally just have a sit down convo with Drew Brees. Maybe even go out of the backyard, throw the you know, throw the footy around. <laughs> I'll run a few routes for him. I think he'd be a, I think he'd be an awesome guy to talk to, and just just the fact that he's so charitable, like he does so much for the community. Like he donated five million dollars to the people in New Orleans that are suffering from the you know losing their jobs and stuff. And I'd just love to get into his, you know, get a combo with him going because he's arguably one of the best quarterbacks of all time. He's leading the league in all the stats. So he has all the passing yards, passing touchdowns. He has all the big stats. So he's obviously a Hall of Famer. So I would love to have a conversation with him how about yourself what would be before i i give you mine what would be the first thing you would ask him 
I'd probably just say like what makes you what keeps you motivated. So what makes you want to be successful sort of thing. So what motivates you to keep going, keep pushing, keep going to the next step, like, you know, just in life in general. I think I'd just ask him, you know, what motivates you the most or how do you stay motivated and, and something like that probably. Because obviously I'm, an, I'm, you know, I love sport. I'm, I'm quite competitive as well. So I'd just be saying, you know, what motivates you to be successful pretty much I think would be one of the ones I'd look at. Yeah. Nice. I like that. Mm. Very good. Um, my athlete would be, and at first when I thought about this, I was going to say Chauncey Billups, who's my favorite. Bob, Bob Billups. Chauncey Big Bob, Bob, Bob Billups. I would have said him because he's my favorite um, NBA player of all time. But I'm actually going to change that to LeBron James. And I'm going to change it to that, that only because he is just like, he's done so much in his life. Like he's, basketball outside of basketball like he's such a thinker he's so switched on um he's into culture uh he's also into his wine and i i'm into my wine so you know we'd be able to talk about wine we'd have some delicious wines as well um so i think he would have to be the athlete for me um and the thing I would probably ask him first of all, I'd want to get a bit more information on, is the move to Miami. And I, I, I want to ask him about like that decision and like how hard that was, and and also like how he dealt with the scrutiny of that decision because he copped it when he left Cleveland. Oh, that first year, yeah, yeah. He, he turned into a villain for a while. Obviously, now he's come out of that, and he is, you know. Everyone loves LeBron now, um, but he was really a villain for a while. So I'd want to really pick his brain about that and ask him about that experience and how he dealt with it. Um, I, I just remember that first game that he returned to Cleveland, and like I don't think I've ever heard anyone booed as so much, much as he was. Yeah. Um, you know, had extra security, um, and every time he touched the ball, it was just and he he dominated that game too. Um, and you know as he normally does as he does um and he obviously had a chip in his shoulder that game to to really dominate but yeah that would be something i'd want to um want to ask him about among many other things because uh you know business i'd like to ask him about business. oh yeah um his work ethic you know i'd like to ask him the same sort of questions that i asked you like uh morning routine what do you do like you know he's so successful so I'd, I'd be taking taking a notepad and I'd be writing a lot down, I think, or I'd be recording the whole conversation so I could play it Definitely. back to myself because I, yeah. I, I could imagine I'd learn a lot from um, sitting with LeBron and having a, a glass of wine. For sure. Yeah, all right. Um, like next one good. I've got for you is who would be the actor or actress you'd want to have a beer with? Oh, wow. <laughs> Oh, this is tough. Um, I'm probably going to say... Oh, man. Probably Leonardo DiCaprio, I reckon. Okay. I reckon he'd be a fascinating person to speak to just because, like, he's obviously one of the most well-known actors, you know, one of the, I guess, best actors of all time. You know, critically acclaimed all the films that he does. You know, he's very much... A well-known actor and he does like i said before he does a lot of stuff off screen too like he does a lot of you know awareness for the environment and stuff like that i'd love to kind of have a chat to him about you know just his life and his career and like what made him decide on the choices that he's made and 
why is he like so successful? I think he'd be someone I'd probably want to have a beer with. I thought about Chris Hemsworth, but I was like, oh, yeah. I think I think Leonardo DiCaprio for me would be a really interesting person to talk to. Yeah, what's your favorite uh, Leo movie? Oh god, that's that's a big, that's a tough one. I don't even. That is so hard. That is so hard. He's got some Titanic. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, he's all right in that. I reckon I oh there's. Oh God! Can I pick two? Yes, you, you give two. I reckon the two that I would think would be um, Catch Me If You Can. I think he's amazing in that film, and also Django Unchained when he pay, when he plays like the crazy, you know, um, he runs his own plantation in the deep south. The Quentin Tarantino film. I'd probably say those two films for me are the probably some of his best work. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I think that's a that's a good pick right there. Just yeah. looking up um, IMBD right now as you're speaking of the hundred greatest actors or actresses of all time, and uh, Leo comes in at 28 according to IMBD. That's all right. I think, yeah, I, think that's bit, I think he's a bit, a bit underrated on this list. Yeah. Who do you think is number one? Just out of curiosity, who do you think they gave it to? I reckon it'd be someone. Um, Sorry, this is my... this is actors, so uh, there's actors. no actresses, so it's just actors. This. To be someone, I think, old school, I reckon, back in the day. Uh, who could it be? I, I, I don't know. I'm just going to throw it out there. Robert De Niro, maybe? No, but he's right up there. He is, oh, is he? number three. So you weren't far oh. off. But, but it is, you're right. It is an older actor. Someone who... Who is it? Jack Nicholson. Oh, Captain! All oh, right, Jack Nicholson. Interesting. Yeah. He is pretty good, though. Oh, I, was, I got third. That's not bad. Third's pretty good on the list. Yeah, nice. How about you? Someone what actor, I, or actress, I'd love you? to. Um, uh, speaking of actors slash actresses, I'd really like to have a uh, glass of wine or a beer with Christoph Waltz, actually. Nice. I love Christoph yeah, Waltz. The sweet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I, I, you know, his performance in Inglorious Bastards and Django, for that matter, were some of the two single best um, uh, performances, in my opinion. Like, I thought he was amazing in both of those. Inglorious Bastards, especially. He's epic. Like, that, oh, he's amazing. That, he won an Oscar for he, both of those films. He did, yeah. That first way. scene in Inglorious Bastards. Um, where he's sort of interrogating um, the the French, the Jewish, uh, sorry, the uh, oh, the French, the French, yeah, yes, the French, French fa- yeah, the French farmer, and yeah, then the daughter, yeah, just yeah, all time. Um, yeah. So what an opening scene! Yeah, I mean, he's awesome, and I'd actually just like to ask him about like what like movies he's into, what like what he uh, watched, you know you know, growing up or what he was into, um, what he's into now, what he likes watching. I'd really be interested to see, um, you know, what he what he's into um, for, you know, pop culture. Yeah, it would be an interesting person to talk to. And then I even just ask him, how do you feel about playing those two roles? Like yeah. They're both like completely opposite of what he, like that is like his Inglourious Bastards performance is ridiculous. Oh, definitely. So good. Definitely. 
Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd I'd love to have a. I mean, there's obviously you could say like Denzel. Well, there's so many. Denzel, yeah. he'd be awesome to you know sit down have a have a glass of wine with. Um, yeah, there's Will Smith. Like, there's so many. But yeah, I mean, oh, just, it was so hard, bro. But I was like, I'll go with Leo because I do love Leo. Yeah, got got to go with uh, your guns there. All right, so I feel like I'm gonna know the answer to this. One. I'm gonna ask you anyway, musician. Oh, this, I'd love beer, coffee, wine. I didn't have a wine with this guy. I'd say Scott Miss Cuddy, <laughs> aka Kid Cuddy, of course. He'd be the number one person I'd want to hang out with, I think. Because I think he'd be a cool, interesting person to have a chat to as well. Because he's obviously been through quite a lot in his life. And as you know, well, yeah, we both obviously love him. And, you know, his albums for me are just, you know, gold. Like, I love them. Favorite Kid Cuddy album, I'm going to say... It's got to be one of the Man on the Moons, surely. Man on the Moon Part 2, because I kind of like it because some of the songs are a bit darker than the first one. Yes. But obviously, Man on the Moon 1's amazing. I've, I pretty much change my mind on that all the time. Like, I used to think double yeah. Man on the Moon 1 was the best, but then I'm like, you know, Mojo So Dope, man, Ash and Kasha... Mr. Rager, those kind of songs, really dark, really a bit different. They're in the second album. I don't know. It's hard between both, man, but I don't know. I'm yeah. going to go Man on the Moon too. I mean, but... I always go between the two as well. It's yeah. it's tough. I think Man on the Moon two for me as well. Um, but I'm actually going to do have the same. I had Kid Cudi as well. I thought you would have said Travis Scott, The Flame. No, like, I love Travis Scott. Like, he's, you know, currently probably my favorite artist. But Kid Cudi's still my all-time uh, favorite. And, like, he's into so many different things as well. Yeah. Like, I feel like you'd have, you know, not to discredit Travis Scott or anything, but I feel like I'd have better conversation with Kid Cudi. Um, yeah. Like, he's an actor as well. You know, yeah, he's... played he's, some cool roles, man. He has, yeah. Um, I, I, I kind of want to watch Westworld because... Yeah, because he's in with Aaron Paul season yeah. three or whatever it is. So, yeah. that's a show, you know, he was in Westworld, Book of Nine-Nine like as well. First bit, it's good, yeah. He's yeah. good. I'm really looking forward to his um, album this year and the Netflix series that he puts out as well. That should be that's going to be a go-to watch for me too. Should be pretty awesome. All right, let's move on. So I've got politician. Oh, you, you don't even have, if you if you don't want to have a coffee or a beer with anyone, don't say you know. Uh, <laughs> I'll give you mine first. I'm going to oh, go actually, with. Let's go, Barack Obama. Yeah, probably I I'd was... probably speak to him. I know it's probably standard, and but you know, first African American president. Seemed like seems like a really cool guy. I'd love to probably love to have a chat to him about you know how he grew up and you know his experiences because obviously he did quite a lot for America in his time there, in his two terms. So I'd say Barack Obama. Yeah, I had Obama down as well for similar sort of reasons, but I almost want to say Trump just so I could be like, dude, what the hell? Like, what's wrong with you? Like, I would just want to be like, why are you such a douchebag? And like, seriously, sort yourself out. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. Yeah. All right. So the last one, Quinny. Yeah, hit me. So this one is like entrepreneur, like someone who's like, um, you know, done something, uh, created, you know, a creator or like, you know, someone like a Bill Gates or, you know, uh, Steve Jobs, someone in that sort of um, world. Do they have to be alive? No, I'll, I'll give you dead or alive. 
I would say for me, Walt Disney. Oh, nice. That's a good one. Yeah, I didn't think of that. I think, well, well, yeah, I was thinking about it. I'm just like, yeah, you know, Steve Jobs, um, the Netflix founder. But That's I was good. like, I'm like, I'm going to go Walt Disney because he isn't like he's an icon, like complete icon. Like he started the pretty much the most well-known brand in the world. Would you say, or well, roughly, like one of the yeah. most well-known brands, like the Disney brand. It's everywhere, and just if, like his story, I think would be awesome. Like he's the way he grew up, and you know the way that he started. You know he created like Disneyland. He produced all those early classic Disney films. I think for me, I'd go Walt Disney just because he. Well, think what he started is now it's huge now. There's Pixar's oh, part of the, Walt, the Disney brand, the branch. It's all there now. It's huge. It's like animation as well. It's crazy. He's done live action films. So I'd say Walt Disney for me. He's done it all, really. Yeah. Yeah. You have you you've been to uh, Disneyland? Yeah, I've been to Disneyland. I went to the one and I went to the original Disneyland in Anaheim, which was really really cool. The actual the first one he actually built that still runs today. I've also been to Euro Disney as well, which nice. was cool. Yeah. So but, you yeah, really. Are I'd recommend yeah go to Disneyland. It's cool. If you ever go to LA. Three hours down the road, go to Anaheim. It's and defi- go to, go definitely to on the list for yeah. me. Shame uh, you can't go now, but yeah, that's right. I mean, I've but, done Universal Studios and yeah, that same thing, but I haven't done Disneyland. That's definitely Disneyland's amazing. Something I want to get to. Yeah. So what for me? How about you? Nice. I have Elon Musk actually. Uh, yeah. Like I just find him super interesting. I listened to him on the Joe Rogan podcast. Obviously, that was a pretty fascinating um, podcast to watch. Um, but yeah, like the stuff he's doing now with Tesla and you know everything else, I'd you know I, I wouldn't even necessarily ask him about Tesla and stuff. I just want to have a chat with him and just you know see what uh, makes him tick and you know just spend a bit of time with him and just see how he thinks and. Yeah, I think he'd be he'd be a fascinating person to interview. I think he would. Talk. Maybe a little bit socially uh, awkward, like I've, even in that Joe Rogan um, podcast, he seems a little bit socially um, awkward. But yeah, he'd be he'd be uh, very interesting to have. You know, however long it would be um, to chat to. So yeah, yeah. Imagine that though, speaking to Walt Disney, just just yeah. you know, imagine that. You know yeah, what made what made you think of this idea? Like, yeah, why'd you start this? production company like what what like you know what was your inspiration anyway i don't know so i just forgot to mention that no that's i didn't even think about that so you know that's a good one that really is yeah Mm. all right Courtney, we're sitting at about 50 oh wow minutes right now i know this has flown by and we didn't even have a topic we've just been going bar for bar um anything else you want to you know say comment no, I think we covered like what I wanted. I was going to ask you something about Tom Brady and how you like how you feel about his whole situation, how he's gone from you know the Patriots now to the Buccaneers. Like, did you see that coming or like you know? Um, look, just quickly. Last minute one. Last minute one. I did not see it coming. I thought for sure he was going to resign with the Patriots. I just couldn't picture him going anywhere else, and I can't. I still can't picture him in a Tampa Bay uniform. I kind of like him more now. Yeah. Yeah. True. I, but. For me, it just—it almost like obviously he is the greatest of all time. He's a great, yeah. But I don't know. I just is—it's going to be just weird to read like and see him for his legacy. I think it's just an odd mood. But 
you know, I'm keen to see them play take... though against the Saints, man. Breeze yeah. versus Brady. I'm so keen for that. So hopefully the NFL season starts right on time. And he's got some weapons. I mean, he didn't have yeah. any weapons last year. He obviously a boy made Chris that Godwin. Well known. Um, yeah, they are going to be um, offensively pretty tough to handle. So hopefully the NFL season starts on time. We don't, you know, have any setbacks. But um, that's it, really. That's the only last one I had, really. Nice. How about you? Yeah, no, I think we've covered it all. Like like I said, that was a good chat. Um, very informal and, you know, sorry for anyone out there that wanted a hard-hitting topic. We just thought, you know, we're a bit, um, bit last minute for this podcast, so we just thought we'd just have a bit of a chat and I Raw, had a lot of fun do. doing it. You know, it's good catching up because obviously I can't see you anytime soon because yeah, you're not, right. not really allowed to. So, um, no. so we'll have to stick to Skyping, man. Yeah. Um, we'll have another another chats. podcast next week, of course. For um, sure, we'll get a we'll get a better better uh, topic um, sorted. And I like this. That was a good idea. It was kind of cool just good. to like chat. Like you know, that's what most podcasts do. They, they don't always just do topics. They kind of right. have general conversations. Maybe so. we'll do more of these. Like we can do one of these. I like, it. like it's cool every few weeks or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, tell your sister, your brother, your mother, your cousin, your daughter. Grandparents, your grandparents, second cousins, second cousins, third cousins, fourth cousins, colleagues, your elders, <laughs> just tell your them. friends, everyone, tell them all, your group chats, you know, yeah, hit them up. Um, until yeah. next time, we'll be seeing you. Well, we'll be seeing you. We'll be talking to you. Peace and stay safe, everyone. Stay at home. Practice social distancing. So yeah. wash those hands. Yes. Peace.